Testing, testing. Testing, testing. Very test, good. Test, 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 oh, test. I'll test, do my test, intro test, and we'll test, just test. roll with it. Yeah, bro. Let's go hard. Keep it all in. Yeah, <laughs> How good me... do you feel being in here? Yeah, it's great, bro. <laughs> do you want me to start on anything? Like when I start the intro, do you want me to go nuts? Yeah, you can. Because I can. Yeah. Well, you're the. How do we You're 160 episodes in. This is episode 38. Welcome back to the Unheard of Podcast. Your chance to sit back, relax, be a part of the friendship. It's a bit more than a friendship. It's a decade worth of friendship. Yeah. We've got the main man, Corey Batwell. He's been mentioned, I don't know how many times on this podcast. And now we finally get to put a face to the name. Welcome, mate. Oh, bro. I'm glad to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> bro. So, yeah, George has been working me now for how long? Full time since July. Yeah. But I reckon I reached out to your Instagram ad thing in like March maybe yeah but you were already Feb, March you were already a part of Overcome the Chaos yeah you were like three weeks deep I'd, but I had my I, I would say I had my my feet in the pool I wasn't fully in the pool yet but yeah I just had my feet in there and I was still like pretty unsure what to do and what was going on and whether I knew how to commit to any mm. sort of personal development well, that's one of the main benefits of it. Like one of the main benefits of Overcome the Chaos, now set the standard community. Um, one of the main benefits was it's literally figuring out exactly what you want to do, why, how to do it and implement it. Mm. And then it was like so funny. I don't know how the synchronicities worked. I put up, I was like, I need someone to like edit all my stuff. I need someone to basically be my right hand man and mm. figure things out. And George put his hand up and I was like, everyone else who is applying, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> I've told that story before, I think, but it's good now that you're here. Was yeah. <clears throat> Like, and thinking back on it, like I was such a different person and Zoom calls would scare me where it was like, we Zoom call every day now. And well, Zoom calls when we were first hanging out scared you? Just Zoom calls in general. Really? Because I, I was like, oh, like I've got to, you know, I've got to like talk to someone over the computer and I've got to like <gasps> say how I actually feel or whatever it is. But anyway, <laughs> even with you, like someone I'd known forever and like we've partied together, we've gym together, we've pretty much cried together, cried together, yeah. sang together, grown up together you know, like late teens, early twenties. And like, I remember seeing your ad and, well not ad, sorry, but like your post. And I was like, oh, I should, I should message Corey. Like, but this instantly I was just like, oh, I'll just like, if I don't get it, it doesn't matter kind of thing. You know what I mean? And I remember you, when we were on that call, you were kind of going through stuff and you had that, um, you had like a circle diagram that you'd drawn up. And I was like, wow, Corey's like full serious about this. Like this, this isn't just like... <laughs> so the reflection you had. I was yeah, so bro. serious, bro. I'm like, I need this is on. Like, we are... Well, because as soon as I like started working with you, I didn't even look at Overcome the Chaos, like the business itself and set the standard now, like as a business kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I just thought mm -hmm. it was like a... For like lack of a better term, I thought it was like a money thing for you. It was like a money grab or like a... Some just way for you to generate income. But then when you were talking about like getting sales and running ads and doing all this... But like, I'm kind of getting off topic. Initially with that first call, I remember saying to you like, oh, like, yeah, just get back to me whenever. I was sat in here and I was like, just get back to me whenever. Like, and, you know, obviously if you pick the other guys that are more qualified, that's fine. Like kind of thing. Like that's me just saying, me thinking I'm not good enough kind of thing. And you're like, oh, no, nah, bro. Like I've canceled the other calls. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can start, you can start working next week if you want. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. Like I have to, now I have to actually do this work, you know? <laughs> And that was like a big self-worth thing for you as well. There's a lot of guys in this podcast, we'll talk a lot of stuff and like, George had a lot of personal development, like jumping on, crazy to see it. Mm. And that was like a, like a self-worth thing for you as well at the start in terms of like, oh, I'm worthy enough to, to work and live a life of like a job that like I want to do. Mm. 
Yeah, but I didn't have that at the start. <laughs> yeah, you There's, didn't have it. And I, and I you resisted. George resisted. He kept jumping. I'm like, can we start full time now? And he's like, oh, like, like I'll, I'm still going to do some shifts at the coffee shop and all the stuff because he's working there. And I'm like, do I have to go in and like have a word to your yeah, coffee shop? Yeah, do I need bro? to blow this coffee shop up? That's what <laughs> yeah. you kept saying. Like, Where is the coffee shop and how do I blow it up? <laughs> You're like, oh, nah. Like, but looking like, back on that, even just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, even just talking about it now, it's so weird for me to like think like that and think that I did think like that about myself that I couldn't like do whatever I wanted. Mm. You know what I mean? It's so wild. And like yeah. this year, and it's taken a long time. Like, And even, even if I'm talking to my mates about like the course or the community and stuff, it's kind of like a pipe dream that you're selling, you know, or not selling, but you're talking about and they're like, what the hell is he on about? Or I'll find your purpose. Like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't, <laughs> not everyone can find their purpose. What is your purpose, stuff. by the way? Um, to love and lead with integrity and create in power. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking What's go. What's yours? Mine is to challenge and set the standard for all inspiring leaders. <laughs> it's good, How eh? good is that? Hey. It's so good saying yeah. it. We make this like weird joke um, in the set the standards. Not a weird joke. We challenge people to do it when you do find your purpose is like create the conversation with someone to say like working within the conversation. Yeah, but that's because I know my purpose. Mm. And then someone says, say that and they'll say, well, what's your purpose? Yeah. Then you'll put on the spot and you have to verbalize it to someone else. And mm. My purpose is to X, Y, Z, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. People's reactions, we always say pay attention to it in the community because mm. people pay attention to like someone else's reactions and you look at them and they, some people are like, oh, what? and then you say, what's yours? And they're yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, lack of clarity. Like I've asked like Mitch, some of my best mates, you know, like if you had to even just come up with something now, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, oh no, nah, like I don't, I don't think like that or I don't act like that. And it's just like, if you did, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like you unlock this whole other world. But Things shift a little bit on the yeah. inside. Yeah. It must have been overwhelming for you as well. Sort of, cause I didn't even realize that. Like it's sort of a click now of you just like looking at um, me cause I like went away for a year and basically built a mad, mad business. Hmm. And then come back and then... It's like this Corey learning curve that I think a lot of people have to go on that were friends with you before you started the business and went on this like huge journey of becoming who you are today. Yeah, personal development went nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's like this... It's like understanding who you are. You know what I mean? Because I've got a really good understanding of who you are now. Mm. But before I like joined, like started working with you and even <clears throat> prior to that, like actually signing up to overcome the chaos early days, it's like... You, like I, I've, I've said to you before people just kind of think you're a bit like loopy you know what I mean because because <laughs> yeah. you did you moved to Queensland like you just drove to Queensland with all your stuff <laughs> yeah I did drive like probably that was a hectic drive probably not, almost died like three <laughs> probably times. not much money like oh you know nothing I mean? yeah. you're just like what is Corey doing you know like he reads mad weird books <laughs> yeah, he, I know. he journals every day this dude's like four percent body fat <laughs> Why has he gone to Queensland? Do you know what I mean? Why wouldn't I? But if you think about it like surface level, a lot of people probably looked at you and like, what on earth? Like, it's just another weird Corey thing. <laughs> yeah. But like, once you go, go on this like... Girl of dreams, making money, impacting lives. Yeah, bro. That's what I mean. That's, and that's your curve. But yeah. like, I mean, people understanding you is like, yeah. if you just sit down and have like a 10 minute conversation with Corey, you're probably like, whoa, like, <laughs> what am I missing out on? <laughs> like, not his life specifically, but like, what can I get out of my yeah. life if that's I follow? Thing. Yeah. Well, it's all, all comes into like um, everything's inward. Everything's just a mindset shift and just a perspective yeah, all the time. Like getting more clear on it. Obviously, we know mm. working all the time, but for you specifically, it must have been overwhelming looking at like not knowing business and now knowing so much about mm. business. And it's still the surface, right? Like, how much is there to learn about business? Yeah, and we just want to master ours because there's too much to learn about all the business. Like, how can we make ours the best? For you, when you first sort of come in and were thinking about 
business mm. and learning about business in general? What was like the, some of the shifts that you had of being like, well, like this is serious, this job's serious, self-worth, let's go. But holy shit, business. What was sort of the, what do you think you learnt or like grown, grew into in terms of perception from no business to learning about business, starting with Oof. us to set the standard? Probably, wow, what a question. Um, probably first understanding that um, if you don't put the work in every day, then like for a business or an entrepreneur, like entrepreneurial journey, then you're not actually going to get anything. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Whereas like you can go to a normal job and you can just, like we always say, wet piece of paper. You could rock, rock up there and pretty much be useless one day but still get your eight hours worth of pay. You know what I mean? But like if you don't put the effort in and I don't put the effort in. Small business starting off. Small business starting off and then all of a sudden it gets the end of the month and you haven't like got enough to pay the bills or like the revenue's <laughs> down or something and it's like, well, it's probably... It, well, not probably. Yeah. It's an exact reflection on the work we've put in. You know Dude, what I mean? Just over Christmas, we've got like thirty DMs in my Instagram yeah. right now. Right, I do not like, was, like. I've been social partied out, <laughs> and I keep checking the DMs, and I'm like, "There's more. Yeah. There's more. There's more DMs." Go into the everyone general. is in the DMs. So sorry. We may or may not let you into set the standard community, depending on who you are as a person. We're actually a bit fussy. Like it's not everyone that yeah, we do let in. You need to have be a certain sort of vibe and fit in the community. Everyone that's in the community is amazing. But we've got like certain people that like want to come in. They're messaging us. They're interested. And I'm like, I'll get back tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. I'm like, <laughs> we'll yeah, I'll block out a couple hours here and there. But it's a festive period, you know. You guys are like... Yeah, it's a bit tough. Yeah. But exactly. still, like, it's just crazy because it's like, you know, we have, you know, you have two days off around like Christmas before Christmas. Oh, right. And it's like all this stuff to, to get back to. I'm like, mm. well, that's... It's only about 45 minutes, but it's 45 minutes of focused work. And yeah. if you haven't got oh, that, 100%. that space is actually so valuable. Mm. Really makes you value time, hey? Well, and that's what I say to everyone. Um, because I've come from working in a warehouse pretty much my whole working life, you know, like probably going on 10 years now. And the same thing, you just exchange your time for money and you think, oh, okay, so I'll be at this warehouse from, you know, for me it was 5 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. every day, but then I'll get my money. Whereas now it's like, I just need to put some effort in this week, you know, and put like energy into certain things, whether it's like DMs or editing or like copywriting and like I need to read a book this week or I need to listen to a book this week. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise the business isn't going to like function how it should. Yeah. And that was just like a huge shift for me. And then seeing things like pay off and like with me, like financially, I've always been like a bit of a stress head over it and like always like, Oh, if I don't know exactly where my money's coming from. And like even the last like two weeks we've been going through it. Like I've been mentioning money to you a little bit more and that kind of stuff. And like, it's just trusting how good your work is. You know what I mean? Like if you just trust, that you were like doing the right thing at the right time for the right people, but firstly yourself. Right. And it's nuts when it's on your back too. And I think in terms of every man, in terms of testing their own capabilities and capacity for like self-confidence stuff, it's like if you're generating your own income, like it's a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and if your direct efforts increased your financial capacities, income, whatever it may be, which mm. is like in your position, it's like, you're there too. Mm. <laughs> Small business. Yeah, the more money George makes the business for the right people doing the right things, it's like, well, the more you'll get paid. Yeah. <laughs> like, for sure, we're small business. Yeah. So like I can go... Here, and like for the first time ever, this. I got a Christmas bonus this year. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've never had a Christmas bonus. <laughs> the last Christmas bonus I got was at Woolies and they gave me a two kilo ham. <laughs> 
Probably worth five hundred dollars. I did eat that ham for like four months. Like, <laughs> had a ham bag and everything. Have you had ham like that before? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that so makes good. one. It's absolutely wild. But no, nah, yeah. Dude, what were some of the biggest things in terms of working for me, two thousand and twenty-two, that you had to personally overcome? Mindset shift and emotionally, because you had big journey. Mm. Like you have like who you are. Has everyone seen it by the way? Just quickly before I get into this question. What do you mean? Has anyone has, has anyone given you comments just really quickly in terms of how you've changed this year? Oh yeah, yeah. Like mum, dad, best mates. Like Mitch is always Mitch has said like, oh, I can really see that you're like because I'm someone who I get a goal or used to get a goal, complete it, and then kind of revert back to like normality for lack of a better term. And then, yep. like I'd you know train really hard for a bodybuilding show, finish it, and then kind of be like, oh. Something know. else now. Yeah, something yeah. else. Or I would just do that. Whereas, like, Mitch definitely noticed, like, a huge shift in the way that I'm just, like, all in on this. And, like, it's all I talk about now. And <laughs> even when we did our, like, semi-drunk Christmas podcast, I asked the boys about money mindset. And then we were talking for, like, 45 minutes of the podcast. We are talking about money mindset. We, we never would have talked about that. We would have talked about, like, random shit. You know what I mean? And then we end up getting, like, real deep and we're all sat there, like, thing. And I just... <laughs> I noticed like that was my impact on that. But yeah, like best mates and like, you know, when Nicole says like, oh, I'm really proud of you for what you're doing. I'm just like, Poor. you know what I mean? Like, that's wild. And you asked for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really that's, that's a huge thing. I've said that so many times on this podcast. Yeah. Ask for reassurance. You've got this yeah. like toolbox around you or like tool belt of people. Just ask for like what you need. Like if you need to hear words, just ask for it. Yeah. Especially if you love language words of affirmation like yeah. yours. Yeah. yeah, 100%. <laughs> so in terms of some of the things that you've had to overcome, if you think about working with me, because I'd love to talk about how we actually get into leadership mm. um, in terms of how we do in business, because I try to keep it as new school as possible. And I believe that it like real works. And I'm like, I don't Shit, yeah. really like authoritative leadership. I'd think like same team is the leadership that I like mm. to do. Leader is facilitator um, is what we do. It's like, cool, got the vision, do it. Let's oh, oh, merge yeah. visions. Yeah, I do be this. writing stuff down. Otherwise, I forget it. But Teamwork. Like, um, so yeah. So for you, shifts. yeah, big shifts in terms of us working together as a leader, and feel free to like, if there's anything that was like that you thought like uncomfortable, you're like, oh, Corey might not like hearing this. Like, go hard yeah. if it is. Um, if there's any like points specifically, because I'd like to relate it to your personal growth, because I think it's really good for anyone who's listening to, mm. especially like using you as an example of how you've overcome things, because like. It's crazy. You're working for a personal development company for someone who's got like the dream and vision to be the world's best personal development coach. So we do like the most gnarly personal development. The transformations in the community speak for themselves. Yeah. Insane. Insane. So like you're a part of that and you're personally developed growing. I've seen it. Mm. Your journey this year has been nuts. Like your self-reflection. Yeah. Every time I get to a block or anytime there's something that, you know, at work for example, we're doing something and there's something in here we're like, oh, Maybe something's not getting done or we're not hitting this goal, whatever it is. And then like, I'm telling like, hey, like, what's up? Yeah, what do you and think then, it is? Yeah. What do you think it is? Yeah, and then you're like, well, it's actually this thing I don't feel worthy about myself anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my like, God. Am I actually worthy <laughs> of doing this? And I'm like, this is great. Here we go. But like, the last like four weeks, complete opposite. Oh, yeah. I'm walking around like after work <clears throat> in the like sunset, just like, yeah, this is life's sick. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I deserve this because I'm putting the work in. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, what do you think this year, if we can think about, I know January, February, March, all the way down, just to give people context of what happened, mm. in terms of the things that you've literally had to go, here was a block, overcome. Here was a block, overcome. Any of the stories? I'd love to hear some mm. of the stories with me. I had one. Have. That's why I said I wanted to write it down. Sorry. I think it was, um, it would have to be, what was I going to say? 
you can start at the back. You can do like, remember when we had the, the Beyond Yourself weekend? Like, when we had that there and you come up mm. for, like we did an event for the weekend and that was a big personal development thing for you. We chatted for like two hours. Yeah, the, the night before night. Yeah. the actual start. Mm. Then, well, I did the, yeah. to start that Thursday, I did the ask five people, three weaknesses, three strengths. Yeah, so there's a, an exercise that we're doing in the All In program starting this January, starting, we're starting 2000, 2023. Um, who knows if you're listening to this, if we've done the All In program or something else by now, but the All In program is wild. We wrote out the script for it and yep. I've still got like, I think four or five exercises to, no, I've only got four exercises to do from it, done the other four, but I want to do it with everyone. So I'm so excited on the first intake. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm so excited. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I'm going to do them. With yeah, people. I didn't realize I'm that. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I'll do it as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so pumped. Um, <laughs> and one of them was, you know, text, because there's a way to do it, facilitate like this actual thing. And you message five of the closest people around you, what are my five biggest strengths, my five greatest weaknesses? You have to say five because otherwise people will just say like, oh, this, 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 this. And then the way you construct the message has to be very specific and say like, please like, give it to me raw, essentially be honest, capable, I'm doing the serious work, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Mm. So please give it to me for, you know, please let me know what this is so I can actually analyze it and you giving me the best feedback is going to help me be able to grow i remember doing that and told george i had this massive like thing i did whiteboards afterwards figure it out then george was like oh i'm doing it too mm. and then yeah you did it and sorry i'll let you tell the story cause... oh no it's just like yeah i was giving context of yeah yeah no 100 and like yeah hearing those <laughs> getting feedback from like you know mum, nicole uh like a Your few wife, good mates yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah my wife um yeah it was just wild and like for me i and i know like a year ago i wouldn't have been able to take the weaknesses like you know what i mean like if someone even if you told me what to do like a year ago, like I wouldn't be able to like hear it or even acknowledge the fact that I probably should do it or I should, I need to listen to these words and like things that stuck with me um, that you've told me a couple of times is that like words are magic, you know what I mean? Like they're spells. So like I've just been like trusting words so much more and like when people say things, they actually mean what they're saying. They're not just saying like surface level stuff. So when you're hearing weaknesses about yourself, you're like, Phew. like you know what I mean? And what, what was the main one? I can't even think right now. Yours? You had a fear of feeling lonely. Yeah, that was that was that was after the two hour conversation we had. So your but main like, one was you were like blunt to people. Yeah. Um, like, oh, seeing things from other people's perspective. That you came struggled. Up, to but, see yeah, it, that yeah. came up. I think like four out of the five people said yeah. that as one of my weaknesses. It's funny that we work together because my main skill is seeing people from others other yeah. people's perspective. That's yeah. like my main, yeah, like crazy. one of my greatest. Strengths. We should go back to the first question you said though. Apart from this, um, this exercise and what I went through like recently. Um, we should go back like biggest transformation. Some of the biggest transformations I've made is, um, being able to take on feedback Oh, because that's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like cause early days working with you and making like thumbnails or editing videos or whatever it was, I oh, yeah. think it was so good and it probably was, but Corey's like, yeah, but could probably be a little bit better in this area or we could change this. And this is why this is the thing. And I'm sat here like fuck's sake you know what i mean like I'm why like, is it just good enough yeah, <laughs> like it's good but it's yeah it wasn't like good enough and then like yeah. you knew that i had probably like way more to give in like that certain area or whatever it was um whereas now you know Corey will give me feedback and i'm like oh, okay cool you know what i mean well tell us how you felt love to hear the story and is there a story that you've got in terms of because you were creating youtube thumbnails mm. and you were trying and I'd love to hear when you're like sitting down writing, how you felt when I gave you feedback, what roughly I said, and then like how you moved through it. Yeah. So you would always, and you still do it now, which is good. You always say, you know, like that thumbnail is sick. And then, but you never say, but 
because then but means that it's like you're kind of contradicting yourself you say like wow sick work thanks so much i think we could like i think we could do this this and this to maybe make it better or it will fit the theme a bit better that's kind of the language that you use but the feelings i have is just like frustration straight away like early days i was just like oh my god and it's like like what more do you want kind of thing those kind of feelings but then you would say to me which i'd never heard in a workplace ever like i don't care how long it takes you know what i mean whereas you know like normal nine to five job it's like why haven't you done it already and like you should you should do 20 of these instead of just doing one really good one you know what i mean yeah and like hearing I, that from you saying like bro take like two hours watch a video <laughs> learn a new skill huge one learn a new skill like get good at one thing at a time because we are young and have all the time whose quote is that was that yours I think so. I just said, yeah. It's on, it's on my notion board. Like Isn't first it? thing I see every day. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I tell people all the time. Um, well, skills the most valuable thing. Like as a leader, I was just said to you, and like, if you want people to be doing good work, you've got to invest in people. Mm. And I was like, well, you're going to be making so many thumbnails mm. because we're making YouTube videos like for days. Mm. And one a day. When, yeah. And like <laughs> a YouTube thumbnail is directly why people's going to click on it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it means a lot. So it's like, okay, well, if one thumbnail is slightly off brand or slightly thing, that's could stop thousands and thousands of views mm -hmm. potentially and it's like oh we could shift a little things around to speak the message a little bit better oh, yeah. so a block that would come up for me sorry to interrupt was like you know we don't have a thousand views at the moment do you know what i mean and it was like why do i it's almost like why do i need to make it as good as you want because like the page isn't that big yet like that kind of block where it's like i'm making excuses for myself <laughs> that's so crazy because that's all out of abundance right because mm. you're not used to working well at that time you weren't used to working for a like a, a business where there's all this stuff in here in terms of no i value you as an employee and your mm. skills and i want us we're growing together so that's like a i'm not worth this and this so just accept this work that i've done at the best of my capabilities. And I was like, well, let's expand the best of your capacity exactly. and capabilities yeah. and then go from there. I remember I said to George, um, during that like personal block, like with you for the YouTube thumbnail, I was like, here, watch this video. This, I always send George too many videos. I was like, this would be a good video for George to watch. And I sent it to like, watch these four videos and how to create a YouTube thumbnail. Take some time, mm. learn the skills, come back and do it. I remember you were telling me, you were like, dude, I had to like take a minute, had to like walk off. Right, I like, literally sat right here in this position and like head in hands, like just like, like I'm feeling something right now and I don't know why I can't do what you want me to do. You know what I mean? Or like do the actual thing. It's so weird, hey? It's because you've been really talented, I think, and you've been really good at all things that you've like needed to mm. do. And like, and just like, if I give this amount of effort, I'm going to be good. Mm. But creating is a whole different skill because it's like, yeah. cool, you can get one at like, oh, really, I'm really good at this style of thumbnails. But it's like, okay, well, if we're doing a video on this, that style of thumbnails has to be now completely different. Mm. It's, it's not going to hit the vibe for whatever it may be. Yeah. So just learning that, it's like, man, we'll have to learn a whole new set of skills and a brand new template. And we're learning to pivot and move with the, the markets and everything and how mm. they go, which is like a whole broad range of of skills that you need to learn so yeah. it's like it's just really cool that you know you can do it. it's got another tool belt and then when we now when we now thumbnail we get something really good we're like celebrate yeah. hard yeah we celebrate hard and that's yeah. huge like leadership wise as well like celebrating stuff hmm. and i think that's something that i've probably made you do a little bit more as well like is celebrate whether it's a sale or whether it's a like a good piece of content you make me celebrate myself bro i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. too caught up in the business sometimes yeah, oh, you're 100%. like dude can you please have a day off today <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> corey will ring me first thing in the morning and he'll be like i'm like cool noted and i'm trying to take notes at the same time cool noted bro have like an hour just go lay in the sun and you're like oh, i really need to hear that okay and then the next time he calls me he's like hey man 
did you get a chance to do this, this and this? And I can actually hear the words that he's saying and I feel like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in the morning, straight after your coffee, I bet you're like, oh, I need to tell George this. That's good working relationship because you know oh, yeah. a lot about me though. You know so much about how, how I work because mm. obviously I have to pride myself on how much work that I've done myself. So yeah. I'll explain to you, this is who I am. This is my strengths. This is my weaknesses. This is how I communicate. This is how I do the things. This is how I do the stuff. We can hold me accountable for all of it. Mm. And then also prove through actions that you have permission for that because i know beforehand you would have felt like you know with other bosses and other people and stuff and like my friends i'm like no dude we're friends like mm. i just know what we're doing in terms of structure so there's just rules and things that i have to explain not tell you what to do and for us to perform yeah another thing that i've learned a lot this year would be that you <clears throat> don't expect me to do stuff as soon as you message it to me do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and You're like still we, we still do this all the time because like, i'm someone like, I th I'm pretty sure we're all the same, but like, you get a notification and you just like pop and you get your phone out and you look at it, you open it, and then you lock your phone. And like, you might not have even processed what you look at, but it's just like a habit. It's like the most 2022 thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, especially our generation. But like Corey will message me something on WhatsApp and we even made the, we haven't really done it, but like a few months ago, you're like, oh, just text, like actual text it can be like personal stuff. And then just normal call calls is personal stuff. And then WhatsApp is, is all business. But then it, they kind of get muddled. So we need that's something we need to work on. But no, I'm so used to just messing on WhatsApp. Like, oh, yeah. God. WhatsApp's way better. We'll get there, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Corey will send me like 10 WhatsApps and I'm at like a dinner, you know, with like all my friends and I, I see it go off or like comes up on my watch and I'm like, have it like look around, <laughs> look over my shoulder and look at it, answer it real quick if I feel bad for like not posting something or not doing something. But then Corey's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, Block me. Block me tonight. <laughs> yeah, there must just be like a do not disturb feature. Just getting good at that. No, we've done it's, that now. Yeah, we've yeah, done we that, that now. Yeah. We put that in there as like handy. But even like you can put in like until you like leave. You know what I mean? When you can go like, oh, put do not disturb. I'll leave at this point. Yeah. So it's like, cool. No matter what message I get, like I want to be present with my friends. Boom. And that's part of it. I mean, especially in a small business where it's like we're 24-7. You know what I mean? 100%. We're on. We're talking to people. It's not like, you know, there's office hours. And it's like, also it depends on your energy in terms of an entrepreneur and a business owner and someone who creates a lot of content. Like we create so much content, guys. We're just content creating machines. It's literally what we do. Like 3.2 terabytes of stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. literally yeah. nonstop Crazy. of just content I need for days. like another six hard drives in my yeah. laptop. I think. Just, I'll get you one. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I've got one. You can literally have as well. I'll post it. <laughs> um, and cause I don't use it anymore. It's on Vimeo, but yeah, yeah. you can use it. Obviously you can use it for editing. Um, but I can't remember what I was saying. I can't remember what I was saying. Content. Let's go back. Yeah. We've created so much damn content. Yeah. And yeah, creating content sick. And but, I don't know what's going on. And just as like a sidebar, like <clears throat> I don't think I've said it enough for it to really sink in for everyone, but this is like my dream job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And there's, I can't say that enough for it to really even sink in for myself. But like, Why? I, I don't know. Why is it your dream job? Well, I, just as one more thing, like two years ago, I think I said to Nicole, whether we were just like laying in bed kind of thing. And I was just like, you know, frustrated at life for some reason. Like I knew I had to get up at 4am for my next shift at a forklift and all this stuff. And I remember saying to Nicole, I was like, I just want to work from my laptop. I just want to somehow make money from wherever my laptop is. You know what I mean? And like somehow... <laughs> it's all like over the like course of two years yeah. it worked I'll say to George you know we practice gratitude is one thing we teach and mm. set the standard like big time oh yeah and one of the best things ever like in terms of gratitude for you because that's what helps you get to the next level 
of feeling worthy enough. It's always comes down to feeling worthy enough. Like mm. I remember when I was asking people for two, two, two and a half thousand dollars and I was like <gasps> freaking yeah, out. Right. Now I ask people $20,000 that drop of a hat. I'm like, yeah, 20, 20 K. Yeah. Like it just doesn't even register now. Mm. Um, and then some people go, Whoa, $20,000. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I completely remember you in terms of gratitude was like, you have everything already. Yeah. Yeah, and you like, just didn't have the dream like job. You had the house. Mm-hmm. You have the beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. You have like the, the family. family vibes. You've got yeah. all these amazing. You've got the friendship group that you yeah. most have. Like you literally have everything. Mm. You've got health. Yeah, bro. Yeah, fit it's, it's crazy. Hey? You have literally everything. And like mm. you know, being in a personal development community, you see people who can have so much money and not have any of the other stuff, or mm. people who may have superior health or fitness or whatever it is but not have everything else in order it's just like cool it's you're in the best position now for everything else to yeah, start growth, catching yeah, yeah. up but that's up for you to get outside your comfort zone mm. in terms of i'm gonna jump into a new business and startup thing with whatever it is yeah. i'm going to you know lean into all this uncomfortable conversations with Corey about him like yeah you know talking about oh we need to do this thing or this thing or mm. not in the direct terms of like hey yeah. look we need to change this youtube thumbnail and then you being like oh it's not good enough <laughs> and having to work through but like yeah those i've definitely gotten better like the uncomfortable conversations like even if it's like something to do with money with me and that kind of stuff or just anything like anything that i'm like you're like oh we need to make a an email like an automate automated email sequence or something what is it called campaign yeah and like the instant thought for me is like oh god that's so much work you know what i mean but then i i can recognize that now and be like okay so if i do that quote unquote so much work then it's gonna be good you know what i mean like it's gonna work for the business and i always kind of look at it and you see it happen it's so wild and like for me this year and like obviously you've done it a little bit longer but like you put in like a 12 hour day like i did a few weeks ago without really even realizing like i just i got my phone out and i was doing like work on that at like 7 a.m and then I was editing pretty much all day until like 7 p.m. And I like I was cooked. Like my brain was pretty fried, but I was like, wow, that was like really cool. And then like the next week, like, yeah, revenue started going up. And I was like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it actually works. You know, Corey was right when he was saying like, bro, if you put the effort in, things are going to start happening. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's so wild. What other things had you overcome in the year in terms of like blocks? Because like I've coached you a lot this year in mm. terms of personal development. So I'd love for someone to take in, you know, and we've had conversations and I know you really value it. I'm just putting it out there and just putting words into George's mouth right now. Sometimes George is like, man, in terms of like a boss, we went to have a chat in the morning today and it was talk about one email. We ended up having an hour and a half conversation about me, my own blocks that mm. we've sort of spent where Corey could have been saving money on ads. He could have been creating content here. He could have been doing something else. He could have been trying to get more clients. He could have been posting stories. Mm. He could have been doing this stuff here. But we've gone yeah, through and had this. What are some of those conversations? And we've had some pretty awesome conversations. Have you got a story of one that you were just like, holy shit, that sort of... Um, well, like you said, it all comes back to like the self-worth stuff. Yeah. Because there was like, we are going... We've always been going good, but like I was going like pretty good there for a while, um, just like doing the work and doing that kind of stuff. And then go. I think that story was was the the big one where you really bought into the vision, where it was like you were ninety nine percent committed, mm. and then you just made the switch to a hundred percent. I'm not sure when exactly that was because like now I feel like you know oversubscribed, like I'm fully in there kind of yeah. thing, but like. I don't know when that actual day was. I think it's just like... I'd love to hear the moment if you oh, can get that. bro. I think... Because I'd like... It was when you were sitting in the car. We were talking in the car, remember? Hmm. 
I can't remember the conversation we had. We were, si- we were sitting remember. in the car and I, was, and I was talking to you and it was before you had to go inside. And we were talking about when you kept having distractions <laughs> this, yeah, about this, this making money so everywhere else. You were like, oh, maybe oh. I could do this and make money here and do these things. Maybe I could do this and make a little bit of money on the side. Because mm. I believe so much comes down to just a scarcity and abundance mindset. And I sort of mm. hate the word scarcity, but it makes sense for everyone who's listening. Mm. Um, and then wherever you feel scarce, whether it's love, health, wealth, whatever it is, it's, well, it's going to affect how you make decisions. Mm. <laughs> and for you in terms of scarcity, because you were like... I want to have this dream lifestyle, have these things. And yeah, yeah. you didn't spend that time in gratitude and understanding that the journey takes time for impatience. Cause like, no, I want it now. And it's like, let's enjoy this journey. Yeah. There's going to be struggles. Yeah. There's going to be hurdles, but like we're in this together mm. and you know, we're going to grow. Yeah. And I remember having the conversation and you were like, maybe if I, do this with my own podcast. We'll make someone want to hear. Maybe if I started charging. Are you talking you know, like early days when you gave this me like. This was only like a few months ago. Remember? Yeah. I can remember. And we're talking. But we've had so many conversations <laughs> where I've like borderline just tears because I'm like, fuck man, like I actually can do this. You know what I mean? And yeah. like hearing you say that like that I'm, that I am capable and I'm like doing this for a reason. There's, there's actually been so many, like there's probably like five conversations like that. Have you got a favorite but, one? One that sort of blow your mind where you were just like, you told people about it? Um, well, early days when you gave me like unsolicited life advice and you said like, you know, take it or leave it, but like, don't do everything. Just do one thing. And I was just like, what do you mean by that? And I was just like, oh shit, he's, he's right. You know what I mean? Cause I wanted to, and oh, it's, it's, you know, I had like things pulling me in different directions. Like, you know, Trey like wanted what? to start like a clothing brand and, um, I really wanted to put more energy into my own podcast and stuff, but, um, <clears throat> like a I've found like a different lane to do that now. But yeah, you, you made a loom for me and you were like, you know, take it or leave it kind of thing. But I really think that you and your potential and what you can bring to the business and what I see in you, like you, this is you speaking to me. I really think, and you, and you use yourself as a, an example as well. And you said like, I, once you realize what you're capable of, you want to do everything. You know what I mean? And just hearing you say like, you know, just do one thing. And like I said, it's, that, it's on my notion board. Like, what is it? Create one thing at a time before we're young and have all the time. Or one skill at a time or whatever it is. Yeah. And it was like, fuck, that is so true. And it's so hard to hear, especially someone like me that I think I can do everything. And I know I, I will be able to do everything eventually, but it's like, I just have to just get good at one thing, man. And that's stuck with me forever. I tell people that all the time. Like, and it probably just sounds like I'm regurgitating stuff from you, but you know, you're a product of your environment. And I'm like proud that, like yeah proud that like the stuff that you've said and i even said the word ubermensch the other day and i was like fuck i'm becoming Corey right because isn't that like frederick nietzsche or something yeah yeah but i said it and i was just like whoa Corey's living inside me somewhere it's just you consistently surpassing yourself is essentially what that means yeah and um, yeah but yeah i think is yeah it's been really cool <clears throat> yeah sorry we can't actually land on like a specific conversation for someone to well there has been really lots relate to. there's, 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 been, been so there's so many. many and watching you like step into yourself has been really cool but a few thousand no's oh bro yeah, get to I a couple to of sacred yeses yeah man and for you it's like well in terms of what you want to get out of your life and your goals because i know all of george's mm-hmm. um obviously we talk about it a lot so not all his vision tesla and, and all that stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i understand just the lifestyle and that yeah, stuff yeah. that you want to live and it's like it's was easy to align like business goals to that mm. so it was like well give yourself 10 years give it 10 years we're still young. Become the best. 
at doing what we're doing and become so demanded in your skills, which is like already happening. The people that want to like chat to George and learn yeah. content from George. And, and just like things. another thing. Like, I look- no, he's mine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally with, with what George is doing right now, he could go out and contract himself for way more money than mm. what like we work with together for what we want to do. But Immediately. Oh yeah, but that's But George is like this. No. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but like I, I look at stuff through like such a different lens now. Yeah. And there was like a big thing where I went through like, am I actually even like a professional at this? Like that was a huge block for me. Was professional like, making reels, bro, straight yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I look at people's reels and I'm like, I could tell you five things that would make your reels like so much better. Right? You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Or even like thumbnails I see of just like friends making YouTube videos. And yeah, they're just doing like vlogs or whatever they want to do, which is awesome. Like create whatever you want. I'm like, oh, I could tell you one thing that would just make your thumbnail so much better. And that's when I like really start stepping into like being a professional for lack of a better term. But that was a huge block because I was like, do I even deserve like a full-time wage? You know what I mean? Like, because am I a professional at this kind of stuff? But then I have a conversation, like mum will come over and she wants to start her like online business with all her crazy lifetime worth of skills. And we just like wrote out all this shit on a, on a whiteboard and mum's like, oh, this is so valuable. Like, thank you so much. And I looked at it afterwards and I was just like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's is. all in here. And like, I've learned that from you and like looking at things from different perspectives and writing business templates and doing all that. There's so, so much to do as well. It's but wild. still, like, it's nuts. Like, we know how to, we're pretty proficient at like programs like Go High Level, Shopify, um, and YouTube, school, Instagram, YouTube, oh, Facebook ads, all those things. Mm. Like, there's a whole like, If you lot watch me make a reel, like, oh, sorry, like, get ready to post a reel on here. Like, I barely even have to look. Like, I'll do this, do the volume, do this, you know, copy and paste the <laughs> caption that I wrote on my laptop, yeah. put the hashtags but on. And it's also the ideas as well. A lot of copywriting, do a lot of emails. That's something That's I've been enough. super proud of. Yeah, you should be, bro. Your copywriting is like, insane. Copyright. And like, I know I've got levels. Like, there's levels to copywriting. Yeah. But just being able to like sit there with nothing and then Crank come out value. with like, you know, five small paragraphs or like, you know, however many words it is. And it's just like, what do, you th- cool. what do you think have been some of the most transformational moments for you of just being a part of our community? Because um, you've met a lot of people. You're heavily yeah, involved. Yeah, I think just like... And more and more involved is the better. I think just knowing my purpose, obviously, that's your foundation for like everything it's you do. It's key number one. How important do you think it is learning your purpose, hey? Like honestly, being able to And I think it's like stepping, stepping into like who that purpose is as well. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah, man. Who, who you have to be to like live... <laughs> aligned with that purpose and people feel so scared of change this is the thing that's so important and george please make a reel out of this (laughs) (laughs) all right right, george so please make a reel out of this i think it's really important people look at change in terms of oh you're actually going to change but where it comes into is you're just changing into more of who you are every single time when it comes down to personal development it's becoming more of who you are not changing into someone different Mm -hmm. and they go they get so scared of that because Mm -hmm. And you know that obviously the quote, scared of your full potential or scared of stepping into what may be... Coach Carter, you know, like scared of... I can't even think of what he actually says. But everyone quotes that thing. It's like... It is. Scared of what he's saying. Yeah, scared of your own potential. But the main thing is, is because, well, the more potential that you have, the more responsibility now you have to bear. And it's a lot. Mm. And if you're not confident with who you specifically are, then you'll never be able to do it. I was using this in terms of coaching one of my... um, Shout out Oscar Ledlin, you absolute stud. But I was just using this... Yeah, he's king. I was using this analogy with, with him... That is essentially like, well, we're like an oak tree. And I like using the term oak tree because James Hillman uses it. And he likes calling the seed of the oak tree in terms of becoming who you are. And it's mind-blowing. I have to refresh myself on it because it's a great analogy. But I like using it like this. Well, if you have a plant pot and you uh, have the pot plant and you've got an oak tree and it's completely filled to the max with the dirt and the soil at the bottom, you can have a certain size oak tree. 
So what we want to do to become and change into who we are is make the pot bigger, mm. get a bigger pot. And then what happens is you put the oak tree in that pot and now it's got more room to grow. Mm. But what happens is when you're in the pot and the, the tree gets too big is, and it doesn't want to grow, is you don't want to get to, you don't want to move into another pot. Yeah, because like you're you, comfortable. You're at full capacity yeah. and it's comfortable there because you're like, oh, my beautiful oak tree. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Where it is. And it's like, okay, no, we actually want to, we want to shift this. And majority of the time coming down to that is just creating space for yourself, mm. which we feel really guilty to do or ashamed to do. And in terms of creating, well, yeah. creating space for yourself looks like a little bit more time. Stop filling up your schedule routine with busy, new podcast project, yeah. helping someone do an online e-com store business, yeah. doing this. Now you've just filled up your room with all these yeses and all these different things which are just taking up all your time or, or go see all your friends in this thing. Like, okay, if you're seeing your friends every weekend, maybe like a month, give yourself a room two weekends a month. Mm. Spend those other weekends working on yourself. Even my housemate Kettle, like life unsolicited life buys for Kettle. <laughs> he go, works Kettle. FIFO, one week on, one week off. I'm like, okay, but with that week off, you have so many days and you can see all your friends because everyone in, you know, where we live is entrepreneurs and you have the best life ever. Yeah. I was like, why don't you spend the weekends working on you, bro? Mm. Like spend that time actually doing you, sorting out your spreadsheets, understanding, upgrading your money mindset, investing in yourself, having the conversations that you need. Instead of like, if you're especially, if anyone's from FIFO listening to this, like if you've got a week off, like you need, need to. And I know I hate saying need because it's gestalt language, but I would strongly encourage people to be taking a day or two just to work on themselves specifically yeah, because that's going to create more room for you. And it could be time. So one thing is removing busyness from your schedule. I love the thing. It's like, you know, you know, there's a difference between business and busyness. You know what I mean? And a lot of people move business into busyness and mind blowing. Yeah. Right. Um, and we don't want to be in a busyness mm. and like, I'm guilty of this myself and I'm working on it all Dude, the time. How many business owners that you know say all the time, like, Oh yeah, man. Like, fuck, I'm just so busy, man. Like, I've just got so much on and it's they're, like, but they're just like complaining about like this thing that they've created. Yeah. It always blows my mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like you get your, you get your trade, you go out by yourself and then a year later you're complaining that you've got too much work. Oh yeah, I didn't get much break over Christmas because of this, this and this. So, set some boundaries. Yeah, we've got a lot of, <laughs> lot of people forget self-sacrificing. You know, people do it yeah, all the time man. and they, people please, people please, people please because it feels really good to do something for others does, but that yeah. comes down to, most of the time I found it comes down to people not taking the time to celebrate themselves, mm. not taking time to feel proud of themselves, yeah, not bro. take themselves to understand the journey. Like, it's okay to say no and not make all the income and just be a little bit whatever it is because in 10 years, if you stick to this, You'll be more successful than anyone you've ever going to know and have everything that you ever want. Mm. However, if you rush it at the, at the point, you're going to want to burn it all to the ground, throw it in the yeah. bin. So when it comes back to the oak tree and making space for yourself, one's removing busyness. And then the second is like actually having intense, well, not intense, but just specific focused time on you. And mm. I found the best way to do that is in a community. Like literally the change or like when I did oh, okay. my masterclass, the change or die study shows there's two groups of people. One group of people there's literally so they study people who are like not far off from dying and it's like if they change their routines and habits they'll live for so much longer two groups in nine months well wow. one group within six to nine months all went back to their routines old habits and all those different things even though death was approaching mm -hmm. that's how hard change was and that's changing into who you are everyone wants a good routine everyone wants good habits everyone wants love like yeah, who doesn't want to do that yeah you know who doesn't want discipline and grit and you know, have mm. time freedom and do all those things. Everyone, but you have to be worthy enough for that. So their life depended That's on huge, it. Yeah. And their life depended on it. Nine months in, everyone was back to their old routines. What? One group smashed it. Seven times greater results than everything else. And all they did was they met up weekly. 
to talk about it, to talk about it. Wow. Their routines and habits. That's the power of community. Like being a part of one myself, like recently, has blown my mind. Yeah, like James yeah. Ramco's community, yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. But just even being like, a part of set standard, dude. That's crazy, man. Like I, <clears throat> there was a while there I hadn't like gone to any of the Zoom calls on the Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whenever they were. And then there was, <clears throat> I went to two weeks in a row and then a hot seat. And then straight away, like I, I just found it so much easier to wake up early, read a book, write down some gratitude, take some time for myself, you know, do some focused breathing because that's what Michael, the Scottish guy talks about. You know what I mean? All that kind of shit that you just, you get like inherently from the community and you're like, bro, it's so powerful. <laughs> and then I've been back in the gym because I was surrounded by all these like giant shredded dudes like Jason Cococtus in his <laughs> undies all the time and all this stuff. But like, seriously like something clicks and you're like bro i I can do this i'm powerful like that's the whole point and worthy worthy is huge when you said that like so many people think and i know so many like friends family whoever like i'm not like i could get up early and i could go to the gym but it doesn't work for me anyway or like it doesn't like my body doesn't react how everyone else's does or you know just like all these limiting beliefs and it's it's just worthy hey like do the work. You're worthy of doing that work for yourself, for your own body, for your own mind. Like read a book, write some stuff down. Like before I started Overcome the Chaos and set the standard, like this whole journey, like I, I hadn't put pen to paper in like all jokes aside, other than writing a shopping list properly for like five years. You know what I mean? I'm only 27. You know, like you, you leave uni and school and stuff and it's like, <laughs> when you you forget how to write stuff down yeah there's a lot there's all these things that come from being a part of a community like this wild it's so wild there's a lot like, I've got j- to jump say, in for a month if you don't like it you jump out but seriously <laughs> like it'll change your life well that's the whole reason like well as anyone who wants to to set the standard mm. it's like that's why we created the community why it's called set the standard because mm. everyone in there is setting a standard 100%. and when you're around that energy it just goes straight back into you there's people like a lot of one-on-ones who mm. jumped on recently so shout out to Sam Knott shout out to Mitch Grubb shout out to Brad McGow, shout out to Alexander Collins. King. That guy's a stud. He's I want to talk to him about <laughs> just nerdy stuff. Yeah, he's that cool. so cool. But even just them like coming in, being in this group, the posts that they've made in our community and the, the oh, chats man. that they've had with the community leaders, like they're already like, we don't even start our one-on-ones like February and they've already changed. <laughs> they sent me messages already. Oh, yeah, they've hey. already changed into who they are. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to reiterate that. Mm. And it's crazy because when you're around that energy, it just comes straight back into you. And it's mm. like, man, you can just pay for that. Mm. Like it's wild. Like mm. In terms of skills and feeling better. And that, but usually that comes down to a worthiness thing too. Yeah. Do I deserve to even pay for this, to have this in exactly. me? Exactly. That's what I was talking about with the lads, like money mindset the other day. It's like we've been conditioned our whole life that if you pay for something, you get something back straight away. Like, and apart from uni, you know what I mean? Like the same thing, you have to like invest and then you like facilitate your course and that kind of stuff. But everything else, like if you don't, yeah, you know, you go to the petrol station buy your petrol you get it straight away that kind of stuff you go to the shops you get your food you get your clothes straight away but like skills better quality of life paid for yeah a tiny bit of work tiny yeah. bit of time <laughs> on you well that's it yeah. get a bigger pot and yeah. you do that but it's like cool you come in here and people go oh, i don't have the time it's like cool we know how to do time management mm. we'll teach you yeah a lot of it comes down to your phone which is crazy right just oh, bro, <laughs> these, are just, these are extensions of us now yeah and like there's no two ways about it in this like day and age, yeah. like we're robots pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we know everything. You can just Google it. Yeah. No cool. question goes unanswered. Yeah, he's going to AI chat now. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. You resist the AI I chat. I know, resist the guy. And then James Franco says about it and you're like, nah, I still resist. 
know. I like how oh, those doors is. We're good to prompt some stuff, but I like original thinking, and I don't want to lose that because I think in no, you will never lose that. And it, yeah, but no, but like just in terms, it's very easy. You know what I mean to rely on things, and mm. I like independence and I, mm. uh, original thinking. I think is like the most important stuff ever. Mm. Um, so whatever we term in terms of going, like I used to reiterate and learn a lot of stuff from books and learn things yeah. now understand sort of how i think about things and the lessons that i've learned are way more important than those mm-hmm. because it's original thinking it's more relatable mm. but i do like all the books that i've read and will always still read original thinkers like yeah. philosophy people frederick nietzsche um, dostoevsky and um carl jung and um mm-hmm. james hillman many symbols i'm not ready for it yet but it's there oh bro <laughs> what yeah, bro. you should just start it's a year journey but yeah. Like honestly, like one. I page- need to get through Goggins because I've got like a, a bunch of like half-read yeah. books that I told myself like, you got to do them. Yeah, I just go well, sprint get on those. Them. I would say like I don't encourage you. I would encourage you just do one page a day on Man and the Symbols before you start work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like just one page. That's cool. it. Like just commit because on that book you, you need to actually. Uh, I hate saying you need all the time. God, I stop saying that. Stramko's. He's I'll in the back of your head. He's in man. He's on me. <laughs> I would encourage you just to like sit down because you need to think. I, you need. You just said you need to think. <laughs> Bro, when I'm editing, I can see your face sometimes. I, I still need to make my blooper real. But there's some stuff that you say. You tried to say abundance the other day, and you were like, <laughs> you, <laughs> Yeah, you step into a bum bum. And like, because you're like, Oh, I need to make. I know your mindset's like, Oh, I need to make content right now. I need to focus. Like, this is. I'm in a good spot. Like, I need to really lock in. But you're like, A but 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 looking right down the camera and you're just trying not to laugh and like get angry at yourself. <laughs> but there, yeah, you say you need, and you're like, and then you like change it and then like halfway through that sentence you say yeah. need again. Well, I would want to be like, I really pride myself on leadership and I teach it. You know what I mean? I've learned it and all the stuff. I've studied it like crazy and it all comes down to emotional intelligence mm. and, I, 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 and I, I value leadership so much. Well, you're but, like, if you just want to reflect on that right now, you're an amazing leader for me. You. Like huge change in my life because of your leadership. And like people say like, oh, you know, I get like a launch pad in this like entrepreneurial journey of mine with you. Like, oh yeah, you know, Corey's given you this work and that kind of stuff. Like, no, no, we're doing it together. Oh yeah. Like there's no way that (laughs) Corey's not, you know, on some pedestal barking orders, although he might like espresso voice note me (laughs) a couple of times a week, but he's never barking orders. He's like, what can I do to help you do this better kind of thing? And that's, how does that feel? Unreal, man. That's cool. It's so good because you, like I said, I come from a, a warehouse environment where if you stop to talk about your feelings, and this is a huge reflection, if we come full circle to this, it's like there was, and you know what, like any sort of large amount of people, I'm talking about like the Woolworths warehouse, like any sort of large amount of people, there's going to be like mental health issues and there's going to be the topic of it's everywhere, like self-worth and suicide and all that like horrible dark stuff that goes on in people's lives. And you know, like there's kids that were going through shit and I was like a communications officer back then and, you know, I'd need to make sure that everyone's happy, everyone's doing good. But then I'd stop and talk for 10 minutes about some guy and his best mate had just like, you know, topped himself and I get told off by the managers. Like, hey, oh, like, what are you doing talking kind of thing? Come on, boys, let's move along. And it's like, bro. And now, you know, if I'm going through something, obviously not like suicide or anything like that, but like any sort of like mental block or like self-worth thing, Corey will snap out of like espresso mode and be like you recognize george probably just needs like half an hour to an hour of me talking to him and like you know getting getting these emotions out of here and then I'm, i finished it and then i can like focus on work again and i feel worthy and i feel happy and i feel like all these things like capable 
because you just give me like an hour of your day. Whereas like I've come from an environment where like people wouldn't even give you five minutes. It's crazy, bro. Do you think that's contributed into like who you are and your skill set now? Oh, 100%. Because I, I can give people time now as well. I can, I can see things from other people's perspective and I can like... That's the When clicks. I feel the block, I can go like... You know what I mean? Like how does it make you feel? Or with this, uh, I can hold space for people, all this kind of shit. So how do you think being a part of like working with me mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm using myself right now, guys, as just like somebody as the identity of personal development business owner Mm -hmm. so working with a personal development business owner and being part of a personal development community how has that influenced you and your mindset and who you are for how you can show up better that's a massive question i i think we've said it so many times but it's it's self-worth i challenge you to think about it and actually get into specific examples where i shown up better where you've shown up better, how being a part of the community and mm. working with someone who owns a personal development company, how that has like tangibly affected who you are in a positive way and people in your life. And if you've got any personal stories of just like... Um, just communication-wise, like leveled up so hard. I'd love to hear With my story. wife, with yeah. Nicole, you know what I mean? Like being and, able to come back from like a weekend in the Goldie and recognize that I probably come in a bit hot and heavy sometimes with like all the stuff I'm talking about to Nicole. But then um, once she's like processed it, she'll just say like, you know, I love what you've been doing or like I can tell that you're, you know, you're doing really good and I'm really proud of you and that kind of stuff. And um, I think, yeah, just communication and then just holding space for like seeing things from other people's perspectives. Like you've given me that and like working in this environment because there's so many different perspectives and there's so many different like walks of life like i used to think it was like my way or the highway like if you're not running 50ks a week you're doing something wrong if you're not going to the gym every day you're doing something wrong you know what i mean like oh you don't get up at 5 a.m like you're weird you know what i mean but it's like no you're on your own journey and your like walk of life and like even with my best mates and like yeah like with mitch you know i mean we've always butted heads i've been friends with him for like 20 years and we butted heads because he doesn't go to the gym and he doesn't run and that kind of stuff whereas now it's like we can have these conversations and I don't want to put anything on him. I'm just being myself around him. And then you can see like the effects of that on them and like people like Trey. And I think just overall, it would just be the impact, recognizing the impact that you can have on your own community. So aside from your, like your paid community or your, your, yeah, one that you can like reach out and join. It's like, you've got your own group of people, your own environment and your own like network. I think, just recognizing and being able to recognize the impact that I've had, like, has been crazy. Really. Well, you can now accept and love other people, which makes them accept and love you more. Yeah, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's and you crazy. build closer connections, and the closer connections, it makes you fill up with love. You have a better mood. You have a better attitude. Quality of life increases. Mm-hmm. You make more abundant decisions. And like most of the time, if I do get in a shitty mood and I'm like overtired or I'm over, like you know, been working all day and I get like snappy and that kind of stuff, I'll do it for like five minutes, and I realize, well, Nicole called me out on it, and I just have to go like fuck you know what i mean like i know what's going on here and then it changes you know what i mean whereas that would just spiral and i'd just be in a shit mood for the rest of the day or the rest of the week it changes your life bro it's crazy bro tell us the impromptu breath work experience you had oh my god and get in that was, this was insane because being was a part crazy. of the community like that was like impromptu as hell and you, it's like you could by the way you can have things you can have things yeah yeah, yeah we yeah. can we can spend a bit like it takes 45 
Yeah, I'll probably be less than 45. We can go for like another Yeah, sorry, 20, I just 20. didn't want to yeah. get, in, get into the breathwork yeah. combo. You'll be here for another 20. I'd love to hear about it because mm. it was impromptu. Like, that's the benefit. So in part of our community, one of the amazing things is we just have people that are so invested into the community. Like, we just we just love it so and much. And they're now like community and, leaders as oh, well. Yeah. We just, it's just so powerful. And everyone's just connecting and, and, and networking like crazy. Everyone's getting on the phone. Like, all these conversations and Facebook groups without me in them, guys, for everyone who's listening. <laughs> I'm not in part of it. Like, You're in the OTC Adelaide crew, bro. <laughs> I'm not from here anymore. <laughs> you don't belong. You can't sit with us. No, God damn it. Um, <laughs> so guys, so the breath please. work. We'll nah, because then, because if I'm in part of the thing, and then I'll have to just be like, oh, you guys better be disciplined doing shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, and just being a part of it. The best thing is being a part of a community that has a lot of people in there who are all trying to set the standard, working the hardest to be the best version of themselves. Is that's giving you opportunity to all those people as well, mm-hmm. like Nick, like Michael breath work it's like teaches you that immediately like mm-hmm. amazing skill that you can have nick like legitimate breath work transformational session skills it's there people who know like finance and money and accounting or whatever it is in there doing the things like it's just health well being jacked pts ever like you've got <laughs> so many like PTs. jason daniel yeah joey yeah like, and all these guys that have started their own businesses as a result of being in a community <laughs> crazy and right hot seats and stuff yeah, hot seats are wild. I can't Crazy. wait. To, I'm going to smash those starting next year, by the way. Um, oh, they're so powerful. Yeah. I just want to run them let off. Me talk, let me talk about the breathwork because that was crazy. Yeah, let's talk about the breathwork right now. Yeah. I'd love to hear about um, your experience. I'd love to actually get into a bit about, you know, you and what you had to like admit and go yeah, through. Yeah, I want to sure. yeah. hear that. Because like, yeah. for me, it's motivating and that emotional story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So it's hectic. I've talked about it a little bit on here, but you know, like eight years ago, lost someone very close to me. Well, explain. Would you, is that, are you open to explaining? or Well, the full story? Just rule, just rule briefly. Oh, you... it was just yeah. My girlfriend at the time had a car accident, and my life got turned upside down when she passed away. And <laughs> crazy, bro. And so like, mate, just say, did you say that makes you feel emotional? Bro? Yeah. So <laughs> it's wild. Oh. We were driving to Christmas yesterday with Nicole. I said like eight years ago, I spent Christmas Day by myself. Like I just went to the gym for like three hours. <laughs> eight years ago, it's crazy. And now I've got like you know, this incredible family. I've got a beautiful wife. Like I said, house, all this shit. Super lucky. Like, well, not lucky. You, worthy of this you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's insane you chose what life's what life's um, brought me as a result of everything I've done anyway um, what was I going to say so we had this crazy conversation by the way in terms of George the night beforehand I'd love you to talk about that and how you landed on what it was because that led mm-hmm. into the next day because we, we George was talking to me about that strengths and weakness exercise that he was doing mm. with the strengths and weaknesses He's like these are my weaknesses let's talk about it yeah. let's, let's start from there I'd love to hear you talk about that how you landed on from you in terms of not seeing other people's point of view and mm-hmm. wanting Mitch to run, wanting other people yeah, to yeah. set the standard for themselves. Yeah. And that was and all out of the fear. Yeah, you of said it briefly moment. then. Like, it was just, um, well, not it was just, it, it was and it is a fear of loneliness. And that might sound ridiculous because I've got all these people around me and so all how, these people in my life. How'd that conversation and, start? Because we were at my house and we went upstairs. And well, we were just about to go to bed, and then yeah, I was, laying I was on my like bed. showing you my messages from <laughs> people that were giving me my feedback, my like weaknesses and my strengths. And we're going through them, like and then Corey eight, was eight like, o'clock at night. Yeah, Corey was like diving deep, which is late for Corey, he's a grandpa. And um, <laughs> any time after 8 p.m., Corey's like, Oh man, I'm so tired. Um, 5 p.m., <laughs> yeah, right. I'm cooked five. after your last meal. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, Corey was like, You know, let's dive deep into it. And um, you know, throughout the course of the year, I've learned to lean into stuff that you've said or like advice that you've given and because only good things have come from it. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm so blessed, you know, to have someone like Corey in my life that's given me all these crazy opportunities and unlocked all these, you know, like I said, dream job, all that. Anyway, um, 
yeah, so what was coming up was people saying that I didn't see things from their perspective. And a lot of the times that would be a block. And um, I've been getting better at it. And like that's what Mitch said, you know, like seeing things from other people's perspectives. But recently you've gotten better at it. Um, which we, we dug at for a, a long time. And Corey was, you know, thinking about it. And he's like, well, what if you... And then it was a like something that came up from school, you know, when I got like bullied by a teacher because I had like eczema around my lips or something and she made fun of me and then everyone was laughing at me and all that kind of stuff and it, it boiled down to like a fear of being lonely in what I was doing so like a fear of being the only one in my like friend group or family or any sort of situation that was you know on this path kind of thing like if you weren't running if you weren't doing marathons because then I, I know it's so good for me yeah. like then I can't relate to you yeah do you know what I mean or I can't I remember us we were sitting there I was laying on my bed mm. you were standing up like looking at your phone, we're going over the strengths and weaknesses. Mm. I remember just asking questions like, let's dive into like the first time that you felt like whatever emotion it was. Mm. And we finally was lonely, guilty, embarrassed, shame, all going between those. Yeah. Then it was like a sort of like a, you want to feel connected to people mm. and you find it hard. A lot of this come down to like your ex-girlfriend in terms of when she passed away and stuff too. Yeah. And, and when you were a kid, but also it was like, cool, I want to feel connected to people. And if you're not doing these things and I can't feel connected to you and I'm going to be lonely. Yeah. I'm going to be alone. Yeah. And so if you run, I feel closer to you. Yeah. If you're doing these things, I feel closer to you. If you're listening to podcasts and stuff, then I can actually feel closer to you. Yeah. I remember you just being like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because then once you recognize that, you understand why you feel like that. And you understand why things happen and why you, you react the way you do because you're like, oh, fuck, that's probably because I, I just don't want to feel lonely right now. You know I mean? And then, yeah. And then I remember Corey's literally looking at me. He's like, this conversation will change your life. And we just went to bed and I was just like laying there for ages like, fuck, <laughs> my life changed, holy shit. And it's like hard to recognize and hard to like really like let it soak in, but it's crazy. And then yeah, the next day, the boys started arriving up at the Goldie because we had the event and Nick got there, the breathwork coach and hanging out with Adam and Daniel and stuff. Kings. And Nick said he was going to do a free, a, a, a few free breathwork sessions with the boys and uh, he'd been training for he's doing like a 10th yeah. month course and like the most legit trainers by the way so he's oh, like and it's he's, not just it's not just like hey i went and did this this two this week legit. or like right. three month breath work thing and 12 months with who What's it's julie way she's been on my yeah. podcast um yeah. about podcast julie you can listen to her we didn't actually talk about breath work much but she's done breath work for like 40 years or mm. something she's like a master coach and she her thing was like a year long it's like the most old school stuff that you can learn and they learn like not just one breathwork technique, but they learn like... Oh, bro, we third. switched. We switched. We went everywhere because he was like reading the situation. Anyway, yeah. So Nick and I, we did the... Um, yeah, let's, let's do a breathwork. Remember, we were yeah. eating papaya yeah. in the house. We're like... I was like... Remember, do you remember when I said to you? I was like, George, like, go do breathwork with Nick. And yeah, you were like... Okay. I really... I didn't want it because I had no idea what the hell it was. And I was just like scared. Like for lack of a better term, I was just like, oh... What did you think it was before you went upstairs, by the way? What no did you idea. think breathwork was? Like, literally had no idea. I was just like, maybe it's just so some like weird see. ritual thing. And he's just going to like meditate me or some shit. Like, dude, I had no idea. <laughs> and we go up there and he set up the bed with like his towel like, under my neck. And like, you do this crazy deep breathing. And like, I've been telling my mates about this and like told Nicole. And it's like, even like, it's hard for them to understand. You know what I mean? Because you're not there and you haven't done breathwork before. And but you're like, you're deep breathing. So you're like. May I quickly explain just the benefits of breathwork? Essentially what it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. So just to explain it real quickly, it's about an hour to two hours of you just doing like breathing. And essentially what happens is you essentially get really high on oxygen, depending on how you breathe. And there's certain different ways to navigate it. That's and then what happens idea. is you have like an hallucinogenic or transformational experience by unlocking DMT in your brain, which is essentially while you're awake, you unlock the dream state in your brain. And then what happens is you have these unconscious symbols and, and feelings and emotions sort of come up within you. And then it's like personal development to acknowledge them, recognize them and let them go. Yeah. And, and that's where can, Nick really came into his own there. And like, as a incredible facilitator there was just like reading the situation, recognizing what's going on. And like, we just talked really briefly at the start and he said, is there anything that you reckon is going to come up? And I said, well, you know, eight years ago, you know, experienced a lot of grief and all this stuff. And he's just like, all right, yeah, we'll see where we see where we go. That kind of thing. And that's, that's probably why I was scared. Cause I was like, fuck man, something's going to come up here that I don't want to admit. And I don't want to say out loud and all this stuff. But obviously, like I said, I lean in because anything Corey's told me to lean into in my life, it's, it's only resulted in like good shit. So I was just like, whatever, let's see what happens here. Um, so we get into it and... So you're breathing deep into your chest. Yeah, breathing deep into my chest. My neck's like back a bit and it's like... Like constantly. So like real heavy breathing, mouth breathing, hectic stuff. And... Um, mouth breather. Yeah, mouth breather. And... <laughs> So I'm laying there for like 15 minutes and my hands start to get tingly and that kind of stuff, like I don't mind because that kind of stuff excites me. Like when I'm watching a scary movie, I like that it makes you like squirm and you don't want to watch, but it's just stuff that you're seeing. So I was like, if I can make myself hallucinate without like taking anything, that's pretty cool. So when I was doing it, I was like, okay, this is going to be wild. And then Nick's explaining what's going on and it's oxygen and whatever's happening. Um, and it's got to do with your like central nervous system in your spine. And I was just like, bro, there's probably feelings hidden in my spine that I unlocked that night. And um, yeah, so we get about 15 minutes in and I start like shaking pretty much. And it's like really hard to explain if you're not doing it. But yeah, just like violently shivering for lack of a better term. And I got really cold and my arms got really tense. Um, and we had a blanket there, so it kind of like covered me a bit. And then I started getting really emotional. I, could, I felt like I could barely open my mouth. So I probably looked really strange while I was doing it. Um, but then I, yeah, I had all these like crazy feelings of just like, like a guilt or something or like a shame thing was coming up and Nick was just like, so like, what are you feeling? And his voice was so calming. I felt so safe. You know what I mean? He kept saying, he's like, bro, you're in the right place. Like just say whatever you need to say. If you don't need to say anything. And then, yeah, all this stuff came up and I was like guilty about, cause the life I lived before, um, Nikki passed away was like crazy. Like I, I was partying every weekend, like party drugs alcohol all the time reds closing red square every weekend you know what i mean like it's a different life bro and i thought that was the right thing for me and all that stuff and i felt like her passing away was like like some sort of punishment for the life i was living which was it's crazy to admit and like to say that out loud now is even crazy but yeah that was the first time i said that to anyone and i said it to like nick what, what did you say to him didn't you say like i felt responsible yeah what yeah you, so I, what, what did you say uh, i just said like oh like the life i was living i I felt like I was responsible for her passing away because it was like punishment for me living like a piece of shit, basically. You know what I mean? Like being just some weirdo. And as soon as I said that, so I was shaking, shivering. I was cold and weird. As soon as I said that, like, I don't know what happened, but just a, a warm rush went all over my body. My pins and needles turned to like this, the complete opposite. That's what I kept saying. I said, I've got the opposite of pins and needles right now. It's like, a, like I've just flushed some feeling out. And then Nick was saying like, well, you know, you don't need to feel that, bro. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to hold on to that anymore and you don't need to do this. And 
I can't remember the exact words he said, but it was everything is perfect. Yeah, he just yeah, everything is perfect, which is like I could say that is my favorite quote from 2022, pretty much. <laughs> and it's you know Nick, who I'd met that day. I'm upstairs in some dark room doing breath work, and he's just like completely changed my life. And then afterwards, it was just like gratitude for everything I've got now. Like Corey talked about earlier in the episode, you know, like wife, house, family, friends, dream job. You just all this crazy shit, and yeah, I just went through this like hour of just like we went real deep there and i was like shaking going wild and stuff yeah crazy admission to myself and then just yeah and i was just so full of love when i came out of that breath work and like and it's and it's, i say like i went to goldie and it was the biggest transformational weekend of my life you know what i mean and come back and i just feel so like ready for whatever's happening now and like so worthy capable we can do it all. We can do whatever we want. How beneficial do you think that weekend was for you just specifically just for you? Oh, like, yeah. Like I said, it was life-changing. Just crazy because I unlocked a mindset. Excuse me. Unlocked a mindset of like you can do this. Like, what do you, what do you think was so like some worthy. of the, the memorable, memorable moments from that weekend? From the weekend? Yeah. Um, I think while we were doing the... Because we did that eulogy exercise the meditation everyone, yeah and the meditation but i remember just being stood there when adam was doing his his was really powerful it stuck with me forever so he that everyone had to stand out in front of everyone and read a eulogy after i guided everyone through yeah like a meditation. so we were writing a eulogy to ourselves in 60 years yeah from the perspective of anyone and um i just remember being stood there and um mitch treble said to me at the start of that weekend he's like oh thanks so much for like helping organize this and it really like stuck with me and i was like initially i was like oh no like Corey's done it all but i was like oh yeah well, that's cool you know what i mean like I'm, I'm up here i'm helping like facilitate this and yeah i'm doing the exercises with the boys and stuff but you know like i'm a part of this and that's yeah when we were doing that i was stood in that room and i was just like wow all these men were changing their lives bro <laughs> like, <laughs> properly changing their lives and i'm pretty sure all of them and they're will changing attest. ours back yeah and i'm pretty sure they'll all attest to like that moment when we're all kind of sat there we stood there with our hands open to each other and like people were speaking all these like raw emotions and everything that's going on. Like, I think everyone will agree that, that that's a, you know, a life-changing event and a life-changing moment. And we did it just through community. And then just, yeah. What about the whiteboard the next day? Well, yeah, whiteboards are cool, man, because there's just so much knowledge. Yeah. And I was just, again, I stood back and I was just like, bro, like we can if we all put our minds together and all went on like some crazy business venture, like those 16, 17 people, however many were there, you change the world. You go like, it's crazy. And we're pretty much doing that. We are. We're literally doing that. Yeah. It's <laughs> wild, eh? And we're all doing it together because we can all win. For some reason, us as men all have this perception that we have to do it all by ourselves mm. because we don't feel worthy enough to ask for help. Mm. Well, newsflash. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. It's, it's nuts. Even everyone that I work with one-on-one, they all, when they start talking to me, because I feel the same as well, it's like, oh, like, my worthiness to even ask for help and have someone, mm. you know, sort of coach me through is like, it's like, no, lean on me. Um, I'm here for that specifically. I remember having a conversation with Drakey and um, shout out Drakey, absolute king. <laughs> I and love he, Drakey, man. We were talking about something and um, end up coming up, yeah. Like, went through some grief and rah, rah, but I was like, oh, like, I'm married now. And, rah. and I remember him like looking down at my hand because I don't know if he like believed me that I was married. <laughs> And then he was just like looking down at my hand to see if I had a wedding ring. I was like, yeah, no, I'm married. And then we like, he's like, oh, that's sick. He's like, you're sweet dad. You got a house and you got a wife and stuff. I was just like, yeah, man, look, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, just like the gratitude you feel and 
like everyone doing their eulogies from the perspective of their future wife that they haven't met yet. And I'm like, I've got my wife. I've got my house. That's it's crazy. Just grateful, man. Crazy. It's wild. It is, yeah. And I believe, yeah, we can all win. We all rise up. We learn all the skills. And it's nuts because, you know, as a leader, people will be like, you know, well, why in terms of vulnerability and emotions and things that you're talking about, how's that going to help improve your life? How's that going to help you do these things? It's like, well, as a leader, man, you're working with people. You're not working with systems and other things. It's like there's people. And you and your position as a leader, and I believe we all want to do this, is be the leader for our families, be the leader for our friends, especially when we need to lead. We don't have to lead all the time, but when we need to lead, we want to show up as that leader. Mm. We want to perform. We want to be the person at our parents' funerals who speaks and coordinates the whole thing. Mm -hmm. We want to be that strong and capable because we can handle our emotions. Yeah. And in terms of people, in terms of if you've got a business you want to manage and you want to run things and you want to be that person, it's like, well, you have to be like, literally, as I'm, I hate saying like you have to, but you know, good leaders are the ones who can handle the emotional capacity because they understand. Imagine if I didn't have the emotional capacity to you when you're going through a block, self-worthiness, you've got to go through and do these like amazing things and work a 12-hour day. Let's say we have something huge. It's like, shit, George, we've got four 12-hour days. Let's go. Yeah, you know, right now, you'd just be like, yes, wouldn't you? You'd yeah, be like, yeah, 100%. done. All right, yeah. I'm on board. Like, cool, whatever we need to do. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Um, which is amazing, especially when we need to do it, whatever the opportunity arises. So imagine if you're in, in, that, in that situation, but... We hadn't done any of the previous work. I haven't listened to any of your emotions. I haven't held space mm. for you. And I said, do this. You're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. So in terms of you, no matter the leadership position that you're in, setting the standard for your employees, if you've got a business especially and you want people to level up, it's like, you need those people. Like, as long as you need, I was like, just, just the most desirable, you know, but yeah. um, I'm getting good at my language. I'm changing this. Hold me accountable to it. It is most desirable to have your employees <laughs> to be in the best mood and attitude and so into exactly what you need to do because you understand their emotions and you can hold the emotional capacity mm. in terms of, I believe wherever we're at in terms of like, in terms of what we want to achieve and if, um, lining with our goals or inspiring people, whatever it may be, doesn't matter what it is, but the depth of your emotional capacity is what will increase the results. So having a partner, a wife, or even just like even my relationship, how much emotional capacity can I hold there? What's my max? And then increase it. As a leader, what's my emotional capacity? Increase it. Because when you have children, it's like, well, you're gonna need a greater emotional capacity oh, right, there. Yeah. When you're managing a team of people, you're gonna need a bigger emotional capacity there. And if you can't handle the emotions, how are you ever gonna do it? Imagine if someone's with you and you're leading a team and if someone like you has just happened and their partner just had a car accident and passed away, yeah, bro. but they're a valued employee and they're on a contract and you really need them to do the work that they have to do because they're excellent at what they do. But now, boom, their life comes shutting to the ground. Mm. But it's like, okay, you've just gone through exercises where you've just had a transformational experience. You've gotten extremely vulnerable, vulnerable. You've changed your emotional capacity by learning how to speak with emotions and navigate emotions and seeing people in emotional circumstances. It's like, you best believe you can hold space for that. Yeah. And you best believe you're going to help change that person's life, not just by paying them a wage because fuck that. Yeah. Paying a wage is the worst leadership approach ever. Mm -hmm. It is, I am helping this person's life. Mm. Not as, here's a wage, do the work. It's like, this person is investing into me and doing work for me and they're choosing, which is why people who, every trader is listening to this right now, oh, no one wants to work for me these days or there's no work because there's a struggle with lack of work. It's like bullshit. It's a lack of leadership, bro. Yeah. You can't change the systems or innovate. The old school way of working of, oh, come to work, do this, piss off, and not going to work. No, not why anymore. should anyone work for you? Yeah. Why should they? Like ask that question. Why should someone work for you? I mean, ask the question now, why do you want to work for me? 
oh, just because you set the standard. Like, I don't know. Like, you just... Why is it? Like, it's not, you, not for me in general. It's like in terms of like me, like you Corey. Or? Yeah, no, nah, not. So in terms of why do you want to work for like me and my business? Our business. Well, it's... Like, what do you get from it? I... Well, I get so much. I, I I don't know. It's like, it's hard for me to answer with probably one thing. I, it'd be like, um, it's like the motivation. It's the, like the fulfillment. Uh, it's the, it's knowing that you're changing people's lives. It's, it's the whole vision. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not just the money. It's like, Boom! Yeah, <laughs> I got there eventually. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to answer questions like that. But it isn't just yeah. the money, no, right? It's not at no, all. No way. And it's like you get all of these other benefits out of there that are amazing. Mm. Well, it's like no matter what, like in terms of a leader, if you've got a tradie business or online business or whatever it is, mm. if you can upgrade yourself in terms of people want to work for you because you're going to change their, their lives, hold space with them, help them with financial advice or mindset advice, health advice, whatever it may be, that's just you investing into yourself. As a coach or a leader, it's it. Yeah, bro. Invest in yourself, change yourself into more of who you are. So authentically. You know why you should do that? Because you're worthy of doing that. Everyone that's listening. Yeah, you are. You're worthy to be the best that's version of yourself. That's just clicked in my head, this podcast, bro. So many people. And like, I've said yeah. it before, but like, if you actually think about it. You're worthy to be who you are. Yeah. You, are you just deserve to be who you are. Yeah. Bang. We should finish on that. Let's finish on that. <laughs> Corey George podcast, baby. Yeah, that's huge. How long have we been waiting to do that? Because I, 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 I like leave Goldie. I'm like, damn, we should have done a podcast. Or we'll like, do some more. So good. Yeah, this is, let's do this at least every year and just see what it looks like. You know what I mean? And see how far we've come and all the yeah, things I'm we've keen. done. Unreal, bro. We'll do over a million next year and rev at least. Who knows if we'll keep any of it? Oh, yeah, bro. I don't care. I don't even care. We're not in it for the money. We're not in it. We're saying it, guys. We're not in it for the money. Well, low key in it for the Tesla. But <laughs> yeah, as long as we get a Tesla. Oh, guys, thanks so much for listening. That was that was unreal. As you can tell, I just sit and I listen and I try and just sponge as much as what Corey says all the time because it's so valuable. So valuable, bro. Change into who you are, everybody. You got it.